The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com Mitch Lewis joins us because they're racing at Swan Hill in the Mallee today, which is just down the road from the Ultima Hotel. G'day, Mitch. Morning, G. How are you going out there this morning? I'm very well, mate. It's great to be here at Flemington. I know that you're coming down at the end of the week as well for Derby Day, but it's going to be some four days. There's something special about this place, and when you've got the blue skies and the beautiful city of Melbourne um, with the backdrop there, it doesn't get any better. And then you have the the Melbourne Cup favourite from York galloping down that home straight. Um, it does get everybody excited. So bring on bring on Cup Week and looking forward to Derby Day is going to be a beauty as well. And it was interesting hearing Gay with a few of her horses, like an alcohol-free backing up from an invitation. Does she go to the Champions Stakes instead of the Champions Mile? We all thought that she'd be going to the Mile, but Gay says she'd prefer to go to the Champions Stakes. Now, whether Adrian and Alan Endres and the team, the ownership group, I know Alan's not in the horse, but the Endrens family and, and Jerry Harvey decide to go with Gay and go to the champion stakes, that will be interesting as well because, yeah, we all thought that he might be clashing with Mr. Brightside, but that might not be the case, Mitch. In my opinion, he's run two very good races over the 2000, Gareth, and if you can avoid Mr. Brightside, you're giving yourself a great chance, aren't you? Who's Who's the... Who's an easier assignment? They're both very difficult. Would you prefer to take on West Wind Blows or Mr. Brightside? I think I'd probably prefer to take on West Wind Blows the way I've been going as Alligator Blood. And that's not because this has been an afterthought for West Wind Blows, but it probably just wasn't something on the plan, was it? And we know Mr. Brightside's record at the mile. Yeah, it's interesting. Because you got if you've got that... So if you've got the champion stakes, so you'll have West Wind Blows, then Alligator Blood, Juaz, who was unlucky, they say, in a Cox Plate, and she didn't get the, the luck at the right time there. Then you've got Prowess, Buckaroo, they're talking its chances up. Even a horse like, I know that it was a little bit disappointing in the Cox Plate there on Saturday, but Victoria Road, they'll put the blinkers on him. They just think he just wasn't concentrating as much as they would have liked. So they'll put the blinkers on him maybe for a champion stakes as well. So it's going to be a good race. I hope he goes to the mile, Alligator Blood, and we see that clash with Mr. Brightside once again. I think what what I'll do is what I said yesterday uh, on the breakdown. I think I'll just hold judgment on those races until I know the exact same lineups of the field because the horses can go to either mostly, can't they? Yeah, 100%. Um, Empire Roads will be interesting to see how Alcohol Free does go in that race where the favourite there is a tissue and hope in your heart equal favourites with Princess Grace. Alcohol Free $10, Life Lessons at 11 Wishaw Lass is backing up from last week, so she's at $11 as well. So we'll discuss that as we get closer to Saturday, but how do we make some money at Swan Hill today, mate? Are you confident in the Mallee? Well, I've just got one at Swan Hill. So early on through the first few races of the car, there's not actually a lot of value, so I, I couldn't really find anything to take on some of those shorties, so you wouldn't really want to be laying them either. So just the one play, and it's going to come in race seven. We're going to be with number four, Sports Idol for the coffee stable. So we know that they do their best work around their own track there. So Sports Idol's won three career races. All three have been here at Swan Hill. Uh, Been really good this prep. So one of the advantages, I think, the race is probably between him and Awash. Uh, Sports Idol gets a good weight advantage. I think that's going to give 
him the opportunity from barrier one to be in a strong position on his favourite track, and I think he'll do us the job. And we'll probably have about two units on him, Gareth, and that'll do us for the day. Beautiful, mate. You rest up, and then we'll catch up with you shortly to have a look at Bendigo Cup Day for the midweek masterclass. Yeah, I'm excited for that, mate. I think there's a few that we can pick off. Yeah, I like a few tomorrow, Bendigo, so looking forward to picking your brain there. Thanks for that, mate. Thanks, mate. Speak to you soon. We race at Grafton today, Luke Ovanessian. He's a superstar, this man, and he joins us. G'day, Luke. Morning, Gareth. How are you going, mate? What did you make of alcohol-free there in the invitation? I find that really interesting that Gay's put her on a, on, a, on the truck and she's headed down the, the Hume Highway and she's backing up over 1,600 yeah. metres in this Empire Rose. Well, yeah, the best runs, I believe, over in, in the UK were actually over the longer distances. So I'm not surprised they're stretching, stretching it out. Um, it seems like it's been slowly, slowly, slowly building this campaign. So I think if Gay's got that plan, who, who are we to sort of judge Judge Gay and Adrian? They know the horses better than anyone, and they must think they're in with a cracking chance. Yeah, I think that I think that she's a top chance if they're if they're backing her up. I know that she's she won a July Cup over twelve hundred meters, but she wasn't far behind Bahid over a mile. Now, if she reproduces that run, she'll probably just win at Flemington on a Saturday. And I think she's been looking for the miles. So she's the intriguing runner there, I think, coming from Sydney anyway to Melbourne for the carnival. There's not too many horses backing up from the Everest or Everest Day and, and also last week. So I think she's definitely the... The intriguing runner there comes Saturday, but what about at Grafton today, mate? Do you like this card? Um, it's a bit of a mixed card. There's quite a few crossing off form lines between Queensland horses and Sydney horses, and that always makes, I guess, um, a bit of a challenge lining up the form lines. But I found two here, and the first one I actually think is a bit of value. Uh, race five, number one, Code of Silence. It's, I believe, around the $20 quote. Um, and it looks like a suitable contest for this four-year-old gelding as he slowly steps up in distance. Um, he's only had the three career starts, but he's had plenty of experience at the trials. Um, as a three-year-old, he was with Henry Dwyer down in Vic, um, but he only made it to the races for one career start. Unfortunately, his barrier manners um, continued to let him down, so he keeps having to get experience at the trials and sort of just burned him out during his prep. Um, he's since come over to Stephen Lee and he's been working wonders with him. He's leaving the barriers much better and his fitness is gradually building up. He has the talent. Um, I've seen that on the track, but he just needs to put it all together. Um, he's still mentally learning, but I'm hoping three runs in, the edge has been knocked off him and he's ready to peak in this contest. So he's a huge price on an each-way basis, 0.5 of a unit each way, and um, hopefully he can put in a good performance for us. Beautiful. So just getting the race and the number there and that race there at um, at Grafton today? Uh, race five, number one, which I've just seen has been scratched about half an hour ago. Yeah, half an hour that's ago. what I mean. I couldn't find it. So there we go. Scratch code of silence. So, well, look, it might be one to throw in, in the black yeah, book. He will pop up around this region very shortly. Um, and, yeah, he should be a big prize because he hasn't shown much yet on the track, but at the trials, he's been really solid, so one to follow. All right, then, so we've jotted down Code of Silence into our black book. What else have you got for us then at Grafton, mate? So I've gone and checked the next tip. This one <laughs> is running, thankfully. Um, so we'll go to race seven, number six, wing 10. Um, this four-year-old mare is well overdue for another win. She always races consistent, 
consistently, but she hasn't had the best of luck in her career so far. Um, for this occasion, she draws well. She also gets a key booking of uh, Ashley Morgan in the saddle, um, and he's lethal with the Kavanaugh team. So if she lands forward of midfield and she finds clear air on the bend, she can put a relatively weak field away here. All right, then. So we get around... Um... 7.50, with Bet365. What else have you got, mate? You got another one for us? I've got one more. So we'll go to race eight, number 10, taking the mickey. Um, this uh, Christian Buchanan horse has been racing well um, and he's been going around at the provincials. So this is actually a big step down in distance coming over to Grafton. Um, he draws favorably, favorably in barrier three and he gets Jenny Duggan in the saddle. He's a leader. Grafton, it's really important that you need to be in front of midfield. It's a very sharp turn, and they often fan really wide. So if you can pinch a break on that turn, you're often really, really hard to pull in. So fourth up, key fitness, um, good, good jockey booking, and he gets a soft ground. He should produce a really good performance and hopefully be too hard to catch. All right, mate. What's your very best for today? Uh, I'll say taking the mickey. All right, then. Thanks for that, Luke. Yeah. Keep on dominating. All good, Gareth. Have a good one. Same to you. There's Luke Ovanessi in there. Always great to catch up with the king of harness racing, our man Darren Carroll. G'day, Daz. Two from three. Not bad for you yesterday. In fact, it's probably a little bit disappointing. Usually, usually <laughs> we're used to you getting 100% right. Uh, it's nice to get a profit for the uh, first day of the week, Gareth. But, um, yeah, uh, two out of three. We'll take that. We'll move on we'll to today. It. We're only as good as our next tip, aren't we? Correct. So do you like this card at Bendigo? Yeah, not too bad, actually. I've got uh, two horses I've identified that um, you know, I'm quite keen on. So race seven, number eight, is the first one, Bandit Eyes. Uh, it's got an awkward draw. It's first up for a new stable, and it's only a three-year-old taking on uh, some horses that have been around a fair while. So I'm not concerned about that at all because I just think it's a new kid on the block versus some of these older ones. Um, a trial to Bendigo, and I really liked its trial. On the clock, it was fantastic. Um, gets Bellman tonight, so it either just needs a little bit of luck or a good drive from Nick Bellman, and um, I'm confident, um, based on its trial, if it just repeats that, um, it'd be very, very hard to beat. So, so three units on it at two dollars ninety currently with Bet three six five, and the other one I like is uh, race nine number one CP three. Uh, it's got terrible figure form. Um, it's a rating thirty, which is the lowest possible rating that the horses can get down to, um, but I'm a firm believer in finding the, the right race for the horse, and this horse has found the right race. Um, it's doing the pole. Um, not a lot of gate speed here, so it's either going to be leader or leader's back. Doesn't look to be any pressure in the race, so I think it'll be a leader-dominated race. Um, another one that trialled really good at this track um, a couple of weeks ago, and then subsequently to that, it had a run where it had a bad draw and just went around with a grip at the end, so just forget it even went around. Um, so quite keen here. Uh, race nine, number one, CP three, four units at three dollars twenty. Uh, don't worry about its figure form. Just um, bet on the fact that it's found the right race here tonight. So here the two. Race seven, number eight, Bended Eyes, into race nine, number one, CP three. Beautiful, love it. And um, Jackal's hard to beat when he can get a horse out of the gate like from uh, gate sure number is. one. And I reckon there's certain drivers that suit these horses down the bottom of the ratings, yep. and I reckon Jack Law is one of them. I completely agree with you. Yeah. Yep. All right, mate. Um, any big races this week in the sport of harness racing? Yeah, it's the four to? and five L championship at uh, Melton on Saturday night. And I had a look at the noms yesterday, and 
um, looks like a cracking field. So um, let's catch a wave and um, a large contingency of the Emma Stewart um, brigade. So and there's a good mares race for Queen's Pacific as well. So we'll see ladies in red go around again. So uh, some really quality horse flesh going around again Saturday night. And you know, I think it's Swanee Cup Friday, Sonoma Cup on Sunday. So plenty of country cups action as well. Yeah, so Swan Hill Cup Friday, we've got Sonana Cup on Sunday. We're starting to heat up with the WA Carnival. The Inter-Dominion is, will be here before you know it. The New Zealand Cup uh-huh. is in the second Tuesday in November, so that's just over, what, two weeks away. Yep. This is the time, I know Thoroughbred Racing, in a way, is not really coming towards the back end of its carnival because you've still got Perth and Hong Kong and um, basically then that comes to an end in Australia. But the Harness Racing Carnival, basically for the next four or five months, it's non-stop to, what, March until the Miracle Mile or even to the Nullarbor these days. So for Harness Racing fans, it doesn't get any better. Yep, great time, Gareth. Beautiful. Thanks for that, mate. See ya. There's Darren Carroll. We've got, of course, facing the breeze with Anthony, but a little later on, thanks to Gareth's horse and hound. Thanks to New Zealand Greyhound Racing. We've got... The Matawadu Dogs today, Matty Claritz joins us to help us back a winner there. G'day, Matty. Good morning, mate. How's it going? I'm very well. What are we doing today, mate? Okay, got three I like. Uh, starting off early in the day, race two, number three, big time trade. Uh, the small field suits here. He's been consistent in recent times. Denied on Friday at Hattrick in a close one, but it was a bold run, and I think he's good value in this event. He's won four over the 660-metre trip. Uh, three units at around the $2.80 quote. And then we move on to race seven, number two, Adobe Underworld. Uh, looks like a good bet today. He has been really close in his last few outings. Um, ultra consistent. Game and defeat again last week. He draws well, and I think he meets a field where he can actually nab the deserved win. Uh, three units at around 280 also. And then we move on a little bit later. Race nine, number one, Big Time Funk. Uh, still learning the game, but showing us pretty good ability so far. He was nabbed late this box trip and grade a week ago, but um, I think he can stack him up in front again, and he might prove hard to catch. Big chance to atone at around $1.75. I reckon we can launch five units on. All right, beautiful. I love your confidence there, Matty. Thanks for that, mate. Cool as man. Have a good one. There's Matty Claridge there. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals and the best pub in the Mallee, the mighty Ultima Hotel. That is back at tips as we wrap it up there with Matty Claridge. Thanks to New Zealand Greyhounds.